0: Cause it's time for Beer with Geeks It comes in pints? Shake and not start. Great Scott! I was way off I knew it started with an S though
1: Hi and welcome to Beer with Geeks Where two geeks geek out with beer I'm Tim and with me as always Is my man who loves to tell me to watch stuff It's Frank, how are you today?
0: Hey, 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 how's it going? I hope you're ready um, for some space stuff
1: I'm ready for some mm, space stuff. I'm actually, I could be in a space mood. Yeah. You know, if you go through moods, like you're like, oh, I'm not into geology right now. I'm really into dinosaurs. Is that just me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I mean, I can definitely relate. I can definitely no, relate.
1: I, yeah. Well, I guess in geology and archaeology are, are very sim- closely related. But, you know, like, I'm like. In like a space mood versus uh, I'm I'm in a superhero mood or I'm in a this kind of mood you know sure. whatever so I'm kind of in a space mood I can deal with some space I just read um, Project Hail Mary by uh, Andy Weir the, the oh yes the new, yes that's uh, right author of The Martian and Artemis I just finished his book and it was excellent good so it
0: was so good I, you know I couldn't get into Artemis I I
1: got a couple chapters in either. and I kind of bailed. Yeah, it's it's more like The Martian than Artemis. Good. All right, that's It's it's like the spiritual successor to The Martian. Mm. It's that style. Good. Good. Really um first per it's first person point of view, really engaging, Like uh, really engaging real science, main character is enthralling and fun and you want to hang out with him um even though he's alone in space and will probably die, you know, like there's um there's a lot of good there and um and it it moves at a good clip considering how much math and science there is in it it's
0: okay, it's well, good that stuff. sounds like the Martian like there's lots of science and math in it but it's still like it's engaging and and keeps you moving yep. keeps you going yeah
1: and it, it always feels that you feel like you get you can work with that science like yes. i can i can do that and that's yes. not something i say lightly because agreed Science Agreed. and math are definitely not my strong suits. When no. they're like, "Oh, when well, suddenly it goes per second, per 2nd I'm like, "Oh, are you, did you skip?" Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you did broken? The, yeah, you did the needle break. Yeah, like yeah. So well, uh, yeah. But anyway, Frank, what are you? What are you drinking?
0: I'm uh, I'm sipping on some wine tonight. I am I'm having fancy. a lovely, yes, very fancy, the fanciest boxed wine. <laughs> oh, you went box. But Bo- are there Bo- like little bits of cardboard I, in there? I or do enjoy good? the. No, we're good. I, I enjoy the Boda box because uh, i'm not oh, a sure. wine i'm not a wine connoisseur at all and um i i now officially reside in the state of new hampshire where we have amazing state sponsored liquor stores um that have great deals on pretty decent box wine so hmm. a boda box pinot grigio is what i'm sipping on tonight what about yourself you got a beer good
1: good for you i do i have my last beer before i go to the store i know everyone's been they've been hammering be like when is he gonna run out of oh, that yeah. beer and like today's the day today's the day um it is a Leffe belgian uh, ale the abbey ale the good old blonde on 1240 it's delicious it's um i'm glad i'm finishing it because it's just a little heavy for my 80 degree new england day
0: yeah we're we're hitting the point where those are those are kind of hitting their hitting their their limits
1: yeah plus i have the windows closed because my neighbor is weed whacking and mowing Mm. and stuff so it's getting a little toasty in the recording studio
0: i hear that i hear that well look i don't wanna i don't wanna keep the folks guessing i think it's time that we talk about a show that i've been i've been enjoying for quite a while and i think you might enjoy too tim so let me do this let me just hit you with my best shot So, uh, listen, I have been really enjoying Apple TVs for all mankind. Have you heard of it? I have heard of it. What do you know about it? Let's start there. What, what, for do you know the premise? What, what do you know when I talk about that show?
1: Well, Frank, I think it was one of Apple TV's first original programming ideas, right. if I remember correctly. <laughs> um, All right. <laughs> no, but I'm right though. You it are, wasn't it? You yeah. are. Yes, it was right. one of their original. It was one of the first original programs yes, that they, they rolled out. They did the morning and it, show
0: and this show and and C, the one with uh, Jason Momoa. Yep, and I didn't watch any of them
1: okay i heard c was just okay or uh, to pun it not to be seen ah. and so i i didn't see that i heard the morning show did not come in or out in a blaze of glory but it, you know but it you know they get better i wanted to watch it but you know how it goes when you when i get your spouse it. doesn't really want to watch something you just not end up watching something i then, get it yeah and that's where we are so
0: okay. um so, and, yeah, but but besides being one of Apple's first shows, do you know, like, the premise? And I, okay, I might be wrong here, okay. but it, the Cold War
1: never ended, or at least the space race never ended, and so it, like, it just kept going in perpetuity, so they, like, so instead of, like, oh, we went to the moon twice, and then we forgot it was even there, like, they just kept going, they... Pushed expan- space expansion out as much as it could go, but of course that gets dicey. And because when does space become militarized? But it's mostly women that go to space now, I think for some reason, or it was actually women that went to space for the first time. I can't
0: remember. I might okay. be making some of the but... You're you're like seventy to eighty percent right there. You got it. Right you're, you're, you're you're doing without so studying. Without studying. Without, <laughs> without he didn't even he didn't do the reading, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, for all mankind. Is so it's it's from it's created and written and showrun by Ron Moore, Ronald D. Moore, one of the creative forces behind Star Trek The Next Generation. He is the creative force behind Battlestar Galactica, uh, the 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 reboot. Um he knows space. He knows space. Uh he knows space very well. And yes, it is an alternate history where um sort of similar to how Superman Red Sun is like, what if Superman landed in? In Soviet, Soviet territory Ukraine. instead of yeah instead of uh, in the United States, this is what if the Soviets beat us to the moon? What oh, okay, I can see. Yeah, they I can got see there where first. Got confused. Okay. They got there first, and then we had to. Sort of, th- so that that spurs on the space race even more, right? Right. And, and they it- said
1: them, and we just went right to Mars. Correct. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not yeah. quite, but yeah.
0: <laughs> so, so the, the, and I will not be, I will make an effort not to spoil, or at least not to spoil for some, for some time here. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make an effort not to spoil it all because I do think Tim might enjoy this show and I don't want to ruin anything for him, but yeah. Um,
1: I, why would you try to sell me on a show that I, I would have no interest it. in? Yeah. yeah. It's, you're not it, trying to sell me on, um, what's that boat show that you watch
0: oh below deck <laughs> yeah no that's not for you that's, that's, yeah. that's, I'm not, even, that's not even for me that's right. <laughs> um but uh for all mankind is uh and and the name for all mankind the title comes from uh in in real life apollo 11 when we left the plaque on the moon uh we weren't sure if we'd ever come back so we left the plaque and said you know we came on such on, on such a date in July 1969, people from Earth came here. We came for all mankind, you know, for and for science mm-hmm. and for all these things. So it, it comes from that inscription that was left on that plate. But anyway, yes, the Russians land first. Soviets land first. Uh, land first, and they they keep beating us at a few things. They land the first. Uh, they, they put the first woman in space. They which then to your point, you remember you thought like, is it all women or mostly women who go to space? Not quite, but there are more women and and more. Uh, people of color, people from equity seeking groups who end up going to space. Sounds like the Russians should have beat us. Am I right, Honestly, folks? Yes. Am I right? And yeah. the, and so what I find mm-hmm. so interesting about this show is the pretty much from that first few episodes, we diverge from real history almost altogether. Okay. So some of the people, like you see John Glenn and you see Neil Armstrong, and you see and and Buzz Aldrin, and those type types of people. You see them in the show. They're portrayed in the show. But pretty quickly we move on from them. Mm-hmm. and so they're there but but the events are all fictionalized because now the timeline has changed right right and um and it gets really interesting to where and i don't, i'm gonna tell you some small details but they're not spoilers they're just things that i think sort of are world building for example when we landed on the moon nixon was president um but because we lost the space race uh he like everyone loses confidence in him so he doesn't win uh, another term watergate <gasps> never happens no watergate oh ted oh. kennedy becomes president instead um oh, all these sorts of I interesting like. alternate history things start happening um there's never a carter administration like for that reason like all these very I interesting like. yeah it's very yeah. interesting <laughs> stuff and they do they do things like they will have um tapes of like uh you know nixon uh you know the famous tapes of nixon in, in the white house right but instead of talking I about a crook. right yeah <laughs> but 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 the, the, but faked with like a nixon impersonator talking sure. about moon stuff or talking about space stuff and the same okay. thing with kennedy and this is it made of cheese yes yeah yeah so like talking about the space program behind you know so you, you get you get the, you get these very very convincing and in fact in season two i won't say who the president is in season two not that it's a huge deal, but 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 they had, they do great no. deep ha, they do great deep fakes in season two where it's like oh video cool. of this person mm-hmm. saying things they definitely never said. Um, it's really really what I like about it is 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 that is the alternate history thing, and and the actual historical events and seeing how things might have panned out differently, sending more women to the moon faster, sending people, uh, ma- making a point of like, Hey, we have a new crop of astronauts. And look, we have the first, you know, the first, uh, black American, the first, uh, female black American, the first Asian American, like all these th- making a point of it. And, and, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen old footage of like when they rolled out, like, here's the new Gemini astronauts of like John yep. Glenn and mm-hmm. all those early Alan Shepard, those guys. Oh, sure. They they kept doing that for a long time in this reality. And when they did, it was always like, look at like the new, basically, like, look, look what new minorities were sending to space who never got to go before. And yeah. and it was a thing that in, in this reality, it's like a thing that, that you know, NASA and the government were proud to do earlier, spurred on because the Russians did it first. but But still, it creates this world where what if... People could look up and see people of all uh, walks of life could look up and see people who look like them doing amazing things like going to space. Mm. And what effect does that have
1: on? Gosh, if this show came out in the eighties, they'd be like, "You're a commie, totally get out of, like, totally. oh my gosh, you could it never totally. get away with making a show like this." Right. What if the Russians did something
0: good? Yes, yes.
1: And yes. America lost, and that somehow benefited and America. To be is not a thing you would have seen thirty totally years not, ago. Totally
0: not. To be clear, there's still plenty. Like the Russians are not like the good guys in this show or anything like that. Sure, but, but it's it's just,
1: it's just the spiral of events. Exactly. Yeah. It's
0: just if we had lost the space race, if we didn't get there first, like we we ostensibly lost the space race when we didn't get into space first, right? Yuri Gagarin was the first man in space in real mm-hmm. life, um, and that still happened in this show. But then imagine if we also lost the moon and we got there second. Um, what what embarrassment? you know, with the government feel and try to overcompensate, not overcompensate, but try to compensate by doing some objectively good things, uh, maybe motivated by losing. (laughs) Um, so it's, it's real, that part is really interesting to me. That aspect is really interesting to me. Um, there's also the aspect of, you know, that, um, actually, wait a second, I have one right here. No one can see this, but I am holding a Fisher space pen. Uh, and this is the pen that was developed by NASA, so that you know it could write upside down, write in zero gravity, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Um, the old joke goes, you know, NASA spent however many millions of dollars to develop pen that could write in space. The Russians just use pencils. Yeah, that's not true. That's actually not true. It's a it, it, It's an old. It's a folklore I, yeah. that's gone around. But um, but anyway, pencils. The little graphite would float into the right. machines and get in your eyes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. But yes. Yeah, so like we invented this pen that could write in space, right? And and lots of other um technological developments that we have came from the space race Mm -hmm. um freeze-dried food and things like that the microwave the microwave yes good one um well what if we didn't stop going to the moon in like 1972 what if that continued the that development and that that competition and all that continued well into where the where the show um ends at the end of season two we're in the 80s So what if, and and they're still going to the moon and stuff, but in the eighties, so what if all the technological developments on earth kept going because the space program was still pushing forward that much? What if we had things like video chat in the seventies and eighties, because they were using video chat to talk to the astronauts who were on the moon, right? Right. That's a thing where like people, right. be, the astronauts anyway, it's not, they don't make it where it's something that everyone has, but the astronauts all have these little kind of like the Facebook portal thing you see advertised on TV. That's like yeah. a screen with a camera on it. They have like an eighties looking version of that. So it's a it's, big screen. It's a big, with a big it's camera. a big CRT tube yeah. TV with a camera on it. It looks kind of, you know, sleek and, and like a sixties mm-hmm. or seventies piece of mid century design, but it's basically a Skype machine in the seventies and eighties because it was something that, was created by NASA technology and then became available to everyday people. Cool things like that, I think, are really like thought provoking and inspiring. Wow, what if? What if we had not stopped um, the shuttle program? You know, ha- happens sooner and and doesn't. Well, I actually don't know if it ends because we haven't gotten that far into 2010 yet. But it, it's much more of a, a bigger thing. It's a bigger deal. They actually. I don't know if this is a spoiler or not, but they we we have some more longer term stuff on the moon. Instead of just visiting and leaving, we do some longer term sure. stuff.
1: I saw the trailer to the second season, okay. so it's not a complete spoiler. I guess that's not well, really a spoiler but it's not a trailer, but yeah. it's it's Teacher, the- teacher, I have a question Please. though. Please. Um how so, so the second so it's not by the end of the second season, we're still not in the present day. Correct. Okay, that's cool. I did not realize that. Yes. I like that. Yes. Um how action-y is this show? Because the second trail the second the trailer to the second season, which is weird to watch without seeing the first season, but I was like, maybe I'm so interested in the second season, I'll go back and watch the first oh, season. Oh, sure. But it looked like an action adventure war movie TV show in space. No. And I'm like, I'm not interested in that at all. Like, is it so is it more of a drama? Is it more of a thriller? Like is more it, what of, is it?
0: It's more of a character drama. So what it really focuses on is the astronauts themselves and their families. Um, there are a few made up astronauts um, sure. who are the main characters who we follow. Joel Kinneman plays one of them. Um, How is Joel Kinneman in the show? He's quite good as a leading man. He's oh, quite good. Oh, that's good. good. Yeah, yeah that's he's good. quite good. He's a very interesting, interesting character, complex guy. So you have a you have like sort of a handful of astronauts who were who were sort of following them and their families and how they interact with each other and there is there is a real thing where I mean you've seen Apollo thirteen right so like you know how the astronauts mm-hmm. were chummy with each other and how like the the astronauts wives were like there's the astronauts wives club right and they were all uh, 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 in a social circle together all the astronauts and their families were in this big circle together. so now imagine that same kind of a circle but instead of those real people Jim Lovell and all of them in, in Apollo thirteen now it's these fake characters um, who have who are very similar characteristics and stuff but but we can play around with them because there's no like but wait a second that didn't really happen to that person it's well it's a fake person so it's fine Mm -hmm. um and uh, there are some really really cool stories to be told there there's a really cool story um with a young woman who is sort of a uh, uh she is in mission control in Houston and works her way up to sort of be a a director level in NASA. You get to see that kind of thing wouldn't have happened if women weren't given the opportunities that they were because of the, what happened with the Russians and all of that. So there's, there's cool stuff there. There's a really cool subplot with uh, Werner, Werner Herzog, um, Hmm. who, who, for those who don't know, was actually worked for NASA, helped develop the Saturn V rocket that got us to the moon. Slight problem. He also had worked for Hitler in, during the nazi occupation and uh had sort of you know he was he helped the nazis um right. make rockets and stuff so that was a very problematic thing but um and, he, they, and they when did he ask to see the baby uh, <laughs> no <laughs> season one um but they, the baby but they did they addressed that they addressed that in sort of how his interpersonal relationships with people at nasa were affected by that and 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 they they talked about that and they grappled with some interesting things about like well he's this genius guy who's helping in a very patriotic way but also he did this horrible help this horrible regime in the past and what does so that mean so
1: project paperclip still exists then in this timeline because that's what that is where america recruited nazi scientists yes. to come work for america yes. Yes. Yeah, is. which is the worst not the worst name, but it's such a mundane name I for know. a like huge thing.
0: I know. I know, right? It is. It is. Yeah. So that still exists. That still happened. Uh because that's because that happened before nineteen sixty nine. Right. So like that's right. so anything that happened before nineteen sixty nine still happened. It's gotcha. at, at July nineteen sixty nine is when things diverge and the show completely cool. goes off. And that happens in the first episode. So like from from immediately the Russians Line of the Moon at the beginning of the series and we're off for the races.
1: Okay, two questions. Um, what no, there was not worth the bell, Frank. I don't know. It was, not, it, was it was an un
0: an unearned bell. I'm sorry. I apologize yeah. to all of our listeners. I it won't happen again. I take full responsibility. Uh, thank gosh. Thank gosh. Thank gosh. What am I? A middle school and, and his son Jeepers. <laughs> um,
1: indeed. Um, to what is the like tone? Like, how serious am I taking this? Or or do they crack a smile? Oh sure. Do, or is it like, I don't know. Is it the, the saddest episode of the crown or is it mrs mazel where where is my
0: somewhere in between but closer to it's it's like 80 percent of the way towards mazel you know there's there's it's not oh. they cracking joke some uh, a joke every minute but it is not as dour as the as the crown can be oh, um interesting. these are these are normal people so like they have they they crack jokes with each other they're friends like you know especially i think in season two it's really interesting because you have this thing where season one took place in 69 into the early 70s maybe i think maybe it spans a couple of years sure then we jump like 15 years to the 80s in in season 2 and actually they do a really cool montage at the beginning of season 2 showing you like everything you missed and mm. and part of that is like all the historical events that changed uh in in the because we're in a different timelines like john lennon didn't die and things like that Gotcha. um and that's just for fun but it's to give you the idea of like here's where we are chronologically now we're in like the mid 80s or whatever season two takes place in the mid 80s and uh at that point all of these people it's many of the same characters and a few new characters but many of the same characters and at this point they've known each other for 15 20 years because we've jumped time and so there's all this camaraderie and friendship and and there's some seriousness but there's a lot more um meaning to everything because now these characters have known each other for so long and they have history and we've seen some of their history we saw them back when they were getting started and whatnot and now here they are you know a decade and a half later so there's a lot of earned um character development but also it's there is some lightheartedness there's some fun there's 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 plenty of that there's plenty plenty of that it's a nice balance of it is a it is a it is a drama for sure but and, and there's some action and there's some comedy it's really like it's about as well-rounded as you expect real-life relationships to be. Sometimes there's sadness and there's seriousness, it. but there's lightheartedness, too.
1: Okay, second question. But, Frank, I'm not into science fiction. Would I? How would I possibly get into it, asks my wife when I ask her if we can okay. watch this television show.
0: Are you like, into the inner workings of a paper company and how they sell paper and ship paper and what their warehouse, how that works? No, I, mean, I don't like The Office. Yeah, well, I know you don't like The Office, but 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 my point is, you can appreciate good The office. before
1: we get emails or whatever. Like, I like The Office just fine. I just don't th- I just don't like it as much sure. as Thirty You're Rock not a, or Parks okay. and Rec. There
0: you go. Well, Thirty Rock too. I mean, like, do you know you know do you do you know how, no, how the inner workings no, work of a for, to, right? You don't have tell. to work for making a sketch comedy show either to appreciate Thirty Rock um, or any, any workplace right. drama or comedy. Like, mm-hmm. it's 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 like that. It's. This this is a workplace comedy right. uh, comedy workplace right. drama. I don't, don't have, to, I don't have to
1: be a detective in the sex crimes division to enjoy
0: Law and Order SV. Correct, right? Correct. So yeah. it's it's I would think of it in in that in that way. And and I have also I think in a similar vein to that question, I was just talking to someone the other night who was like, I don't really know anything about. It was my friend, our our friend Robin, who I host Superman TV talk with. Yes, he was saying, uh, I don't know anything about like I don't know space history, so like I feel like when they to verge off of like what actually happened i won't get it and it'll go over my head like so i just kind of i don't get it i was like well it that doesn't matter either because it's all it's all new history it's all fake history like all of it right from from the very first episode it's all fake history
1: like it doesn't really matter if you know or don't know that ted kennedy was never president
0: i would assume you know that but you know there is there's definitely more impact if you're like oh wow ted kennedy is president but it doesn't really matter. Doesn't doesn't really it doesn't change the show if you know it sure. or not. So because
1: it's like you said, it's really about the relationships of the astronauts and their families. Yes, and what's going and the on? What's going on? Dynamic.
0: The workplace dynamics, the interpersonal dynamics, and then the there is the added layer of. As an American watching the show, you're kind of rooting for America, right? You're rooting for us to succeed, and, and there's... unless it's like the World Cup, and I root for the winner, <laughs> <laughs> but but it, but it, it is it is the type of thing where that's sort of built into the show. Is the assumption that you're going to a little bit root and there's something there's always a season long arc of like a big project they're working on sort of the next, where the next big breakthrough is going to be and you're sort of rooting for them to to succeed at it because you like these characters it's more about i guess it is some of it is about you're rooting rah-rah america but also you like these characters and you want them to succeed you want them to to get the things that they want
1: of course how much outside of nasa does it explore like do i know like like how far into the american landscape are we talking how much has changed or or are we it's more like that's in the periphery and you only get things through the characters. It's
0: mostly in the periphery, those kinds of things. Like you you just start to see that these people are having conversations on their Skype boxes or whatever. Uh, if they're talking to someone who's far away or, um, you know, they, they're sitting at the bar. There's a lot of scenes that happen at this particular bar that all the astronauts frequent uh, In in. I think it's in Houston or maybe it's. Maybe it's uh, the kind of news, like, whatever, no, I don't. but anyway, it's this part that they all, that they all, they all frequent. Right. And, and then maybe the TV happens to be on and you see a Walter Cronkite talking about the news or whatever. You see those things and they're more there to add to, to the, the story and give a little bit mm-hmm. more context, a little bit more world building, but they're not integral to the story. They're more like there for, co- to add some color.
1: Gotcha. Okay. I mean, I like that. I think when people get scared of alternate history, they're like, but I don't know the real history. How will I cope? I'm right. like, "Right, do you know the real history of every show that you watch? Right. Like, right. when you watch The Walking Dead, are you concerned about who was president at the time <laughs> and how that affected things? Or, you know, yeah. like, are, or when you watch Boy Meets World, I'm like, well, how is this middle class American family affected by the Clinton administration? Yeah.
0: yeah. Is Clinton even president? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter it's it's cool if you do pick up on it like oh Ty Kennedy was never actually president that's interesting um it's cool if you pick up on it but it doesn't really change like you're not going to not enjoy the show because of things like that it'll just okay. if you get them you'll enjoy it's kind of like when we talk about comic book movies and they throw in pieces of fan service and they do when they do it well it's the kind of thing where if you're a fan and you pick up on it it's great if you're a first time you know, if you've never you've never watched a Thor thing or read a Thor thing before, it doesn't matter that you don't know uh that the hammer's name is Mjolnir or not. When they say it you're like, Oh cool, they said Mjolnir. But if they don't, you're just like, All right, Mimia yeah, whatever.
1: Or or Mimia. Or or maybe um like if you know that's Howard the Duck yes <laughs> like, drinking that martini great if you don't it doesn't matter because it affects the plot Zilch. zero right
0: right so it's more like that it's more like that and i find those things enjoyable um because i i did pick up on them so that added to my enjoyment of it um i i also have to say they make really good there's not a lot of action sequences there's really really not there are a few they're peppered throughout each season that's fine
1: i mean that's a, that's a sell for me
0: right that's exactly Exactly, because it's it's more about the characters and the and sort of the, the characters and plot than it is about boom boom stuff happening. There's a little bit of it, uh, and usually when it's done, it's done in a sort of a thriller kind of way. In the same way that is Apollo thirteen a boom boom action movie? No, but there's action stuff. There's explosions and stuff, right? Sure. In Apollo thirteen, but that is in service of the plot. Um, and I would say this is similar, where there are action things or or or. or um, uh thriller type sequences but they are in service of the plot and they are they're not every episode um and they're not they're not constant so uh uh, the last thing i i will i will say is they make really good use of period music uh from the 60s 70s and 80s and most of the episode titles if not all the episode titles are from song lyrics of the day uh that ron moore felt were appropriate he usually writes the premieres and the finales of each season it kind of shepherds the show, uh, through and in the, in the season two finale in the last, last handful of episodes, of season two, there are some really, really good sequences set to music, um, that are really, really freaking cool. Um, so, so yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, um, there's something there for, for lots of different demographics or lots of different quadrants, um, that I, I personally find that like a really, really engaging, interesting show. My wife and I both watch it together. I didn't think she'd really be into it, but we watched the trailer and she said, "Ah, eh, I don't know. Maybe it seems kind of history, you know, for history buffs mm-hmm. or space people or whatever, um, you know, space people. Um, yep. But, um, but then we watched, I think they dropped the first two or three episodes of season one all at mm-hmm. once. And we watched, we were like, let's just watch these two or three. And you know, if Parissa, if you're not into it, you don't have to get into it, but I'm going to keep watching it myself. And here we are, we just finished season two. We're still watching it together and she still she still loves it. And and actually we just finished season two. And uh, a couple days later, she was like, do we have any more, do we have any new For All Mankind to watch? And I was like, no, it, that was the end of the season. And she's like, oh, wait till next year now? Like she was bummed because she wanted more. So that's good.
1: That's probably the best sell for me because I can take that out of the podcast studio into my kitchen and be like, hey, you know how we don't have a new show right now? And we've been saying that for weeks Guess what we can watch um and you know that honestly, new sound you've
0: been looking for, been looking well, for listen uh, to this is,
1: Sis. just watched that the other day That's nice. funny um yeah um and so um that's the best sell for me for somebody else you definitely sold me on on the i 100% would like to watch the show now that i i really know the crux of it cuz i like alternate history and i i like space i like nasa and um i like people I like playing the game like, oh, if, you know, uh, I don't know, if, you know, Norway was never conquered by so-and-so, how does that affect France or sure. beavers, you know, or whatever. Oh, you know, I do like,
0: worry about the beavers a lot. I'm glad you brought that up. I could do a whole right, half hour on that. Right, you know, I,
1: I, I like that stuff. I, I like, so, um, so this is totally – that's totally up my alley. And if, and if Marissa, who is not into space or science fiction – or loud explody things likes all liked the show and wanted more. That's a good sell for that's a good sell for me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's very cool. It's a look at like what might've been and, and you know what, what still could be in the future, but yeah, I, I hope you did check it out. I'd love to hear what you're what you think about it if you if you do get a chance to check it out. But um I think that kind of wraps it up for for us for today. Thanks for listening. You can find us at beerwithgeeks.com, thoughtbubbleaudio.com. Thank you to everyone who has listened to Save Me, the Smallville anthology. Uh it means a ton to me that so many of you have have listened. Um, I don't know how much I've talked about it on this show. I know I've talked about it on Supergirl TV Talk, but this is the podcast that I've been putting together with a couple of friends for several months now and is a documentary about the making of Smallville. We are now 10 years on from the from the series finale of Smallville, hard to believe. And uh, we released uh, a documentary podcast. We're going to go month one month at a time for six months and tell the whole story of the making of Smallville. That just launched at smallvilleanthology.com, getting some great um, great feedback on that. So thank you to everyone who's checked that out. And if you haven't, please consider checking it out. It would mean a lot to me personally. And, uh, I'm really, really proud of the work that we've done. I've never done a show like this before. It's very different than Beard Geeks. It's a documentary style, sort of more like an NPR style type of audio, uh, audio storytelling type of thing. Um, I'm very proud of it. So please check it out if you haven't already and rate and review that show. Save me the Smallville anthology and this show on Apple Podcasts and Overcast and Spotify and Stitcher and TuneIn and uh, Amazon and everywhere that you can find your podcasts. Uh, You can support all of our shows, all Thought Bubble Audio shows at patreon.com slash Thought Bubble Audio. You'll be helping us to make new shows uh, like Save Me uh, or or like our friends at Hate Watch with us uh, here on the network just started a new podcast all about Everwood, where they're covering the the old WB show Everwood, uh, going through doing a rewatch, a lot of fun for folks who are into that era of WB. Honestly, same time as Smallville was coming out, so there you go. But check those out: Patreon.com/thoughtbubbleaudio, thoughtbubbleaudio.com, at BeerWithGeeks, BeerWithGeeks at Gmail on, uh, .com, uh, if you want to send tim your thoughts about him not liking the office and um those are those are all the best places to uh to find us and uh, and hang out with us and support us on the internet so even though tim you know fight. what yeah. even though even though you don't like the office even though you hate the office um with a fiery passion of a thousand suns i am not still your friend yeah. no no it's fine it's still i'm still yeah. your friend i still love you despite that huge character of a of yours and thank you Um, you know, I'm glad we can be space people together, and uh, I hope that that was. I gave it my best shot, buddy. Give it my best shot
1: that you did. I already told you that I was going to watch it, so I don't know why you're being apologetic. So, (laughs) but you know, maybe I won't now. Who's to say? But anyway, go watch The Office instead, maybe. Maybe I will. (laughs) No, I office is fine. It's just overhyped. It's just overhyped. Oh, man. All right. Well, I am out of here. So, Frank, always a pleasure. So, until next time, Cheers. cheers.